There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. One thing I've seen in the West is there's been a growing acceptance and knowledge of what feng shui is. So, for example, uh, like uh, in certain schools, like big universities in the U.S., they actually offer uh, feng shui classes. So, and these are people, uh, and these are being taught by Westerners, not from you know like traditional Chinese masters. So, there's this growing acceptance already uh, right now of feng shui, and these are feng shui principles are being used in terms of designing. Like, for example, in Southern California, where Uh, I'm also based trees for designing like multi-million, uh, multi-million dollar mansions in Beverly Hills and Malibu. For the lay people, I think what what I found is fortunately for a lot, like a lot of the companies uh, I, I worked for when I was still doing corporate full time, there's really a big push, and this is I think true uh, across different things. There's really a big push toward in, uh, being inclusive and understanding people's differences. Because, for example, if someone you know who had no idea of let's say something from South America uh, were to comment on it. Some the, the person from South America can explain their culture and explain what it is, and then they're able to then get accepted. And it also helps the other people understanding it. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning from wherever you are watching from here in the Philippines and from all over the world. And welcome to my podcast, the RJ Ledesma Podcast. In this podcast, I interview the country's pioneering business personalities. And entrepreneurs to learn more about how they think about business. What are their success secrets? How have they innovated their businesses during this pandemic? But more importantly, what opportunities do they see emerging in the new normal? Now, is there a business personality or entrepreneur that you would like me to interview here in the podcast? Please let me know. Drop me a message. We are also live right now on Kumu CBRC TV, Global Pinas TV, and of course the Bounce Back Network. Now. If you are enjoying this podcast and you are learning a lot from it, please do subscribe it and invite more people to listen to the RJ Ledesma podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. So as we begin this podcast, I want to greet all of you in advance. Kung hey fat choy, happy Chinese New Year! We are celebrating a Chinese New Year this coming February one, and I got the distinct opportunity of interviewing a very good friend of mine. I also had him last year on the podcast to talk about the previous years. Uh, Forecasts using feng shui now, and this year I have him back here again. Now, for those of you who aren't so certain how feng shui works, he's going to be discussing the different principles. But first, we're going to get into how feng shui is going to affect this coming year. Uh, I'm going to be joined here today by a feng shui expert, and at the same time, he is a, a graduate of um, Ateneo de Manila University with a management engineering degree. He also has an MBA from the University of California in LA. And he's currently doing a master's of science in data science in Harvard. I'm joined by feng shui expert and a very good friend from the Yin and Yang Shop of Harmony, Mr. Patrick Lim Fernandez. 
Patrick, welcome to the show. Hi, RJ. Uh, great to be here again. And I'm uh, I'm happy that uh, you, you look like you're well. I hear Vanessa's doing well as well as rest, the rest of the family. So thanks for having me again this year at the Tiger. And I'm so happy to have you here again. And uh, so happy to see that you and your mom and the rest of the family are doing well at the same time. Like you said, it's the year of the Tiger. It's my year. I was born in 1974. And that's the year uh, of the Tiger for those who aren't too uh, well-versed with the Chinese zodiac sign, no? So before everything else, before we start, no, I was telling people that we've known each other for many, many years. I, I've been a long-standing client. I actually host at the events of the Yin and Yang Chapa Harmony, which I was so glad to do for you and your late beloved sister, Princess. Let's give people just a bit of an idea of, of really why, why we go to Yin and Yang Chapa Harmony. You were able to give me a very good you know, interpretation of how the year uh, is going to be for me. Can you tell me a bit more? Uh, we talked before offline, before we started. Uh, I told I had to tell you my year of birth, right? June 10. 1970, blank, blank, blank. <laughs> and then plus even the time I was born and the day that I was born, those are all very important things. Uh, how do all those things figure into, let's say, telling me what is going to be my, what's going to be in store for me this coming year? Sure, sure. Yeah, and a great question. So I think most of us know what our year is. Um, even when we were younger, we know if we're the year of the dragon, year of the tiger, year of the dog. There's a framework used by... Chinese astrology metaphysics that actually has eight different characters. That's why it's called the Patsa, which is eight characters. So you have your year. You also have your month, your day, and your time. Apart from that, you also have elements. So the signs are all of the animal signs, the 12 zodiac signs. The elements have to do with uh, the five key elements in feng shui, which is water, wood, fire, earth, and metal. So depending on the combination of the element and your animal sign, that determines what we call our life pillars. And this, they all have different purposes. The year, for example, has to do with your immediate surroundings. The month has to do with your career, your professional life. Your day is actually most important because this relates to you. So if you know what your day is, this is what you need to take uh, pay more attention to. Uh, the year is important. It's a little more, bit more secondary to the day. And then for the time, this has to do with your future, your children, so uh, more forward-looking. Uh, if you want, if uh, if people are actually, um, let's see, online and they can see the screen, um, here to my left or right, <laughs> depending on how you're seeing it, there's a QR code. And here in this QR code, you can it actually takes you to our website uh, if you do it on your phone or in your computer. And there we have a calculator where you can actually put in your day and year and month of birth and your time if you have it. And this should tell you your full portfolio, so to speak, of different elements and animals. So that's um, uh, kind of long story short. That's how all of these work together. And Patrick, just in case, can you just mention what the website is so for the people actually listening to us via audio? They can also pick it up. And I'll also have Clark over here post the uh, post the website on the screen. What's the website, please? Uh, sure. It's yinandyangshopofharmony.com. It's all one word. And then I can put it on the uh, on the chat here as well for folks. And then there's a link there called B-A-Z-I, pronounced Patsa in Chinese. If you click on that, you can actually, it'll take you to our website. And there you can, if you want to follow along, you'll know what your different elements are. And don't worry, this is for life. So it doesn't change uh, as the years change. So if you know this, uh, it should be good for the rest of your life. Got that, got that. So going back, you were telling me, so you, all these different information form your life pillar. So that includes, of course, all the information from my day, the date, the time, the month, the year, plus 
the element, right? The, the four elements. Correct, correct. So all of this form these combinations called the pillars. And interestingly enough, for me, what I appreciate with the um, uh, from the Chinese aspect of this, if we think of the Western zodiac, there's really only 12, depending on when you were born, you know, what month, like Gemini, Pisces, etc. But the Chinese, it goes through all of those different uh, time pillars. So instead of just having 12 combinations in the Western zodiac, there's actually close to 13 million combinations uh, for the Chinese. And then if you add in the time factor, like, you know, year of the water tiger and people's luck pillars, there's close to 47 billion combinations. So if you think about it, there's only about 8 billion people on earth. So these pillars are very, very unique to a person, which makes me appreciate when we talk about destiny and, um, and faith and luck. This is really tailored to you. So that if you know your unique combination, and we can share some tips uh, as we go through later, you'll know how it's going to affect you. And we usually also have consultations with clients. I know um, we've been able to chat over the years with your personal chart, RJ, and then also with some of our other clients have been going to us for decades now since the Mandarin Oriental, the New World. So we've had their charts and we can track them and even their kids at some point, uh, how their luck is changing. Uh, Patrick, before we move on and, and maybe be sure, like, for example, my charts, people get a better appreciation of it. No? You know, I, I discussed your background earlier on and I was very, that was something I intended to do because people might not be able to reconcile the idea that this guy's a feng shui master. But he's also doing data science in Harvard. He's got an MBA, a management engineering graduate of Ateneo. Because you know, people, you know, people who might not understand feng shui might dismiss it as superstition or something that is um, it's 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 against their religion or or uh, it's it's a. Uh, it's something that is not of not of God. Maybe that's what people might say. And I'm just saying that this, that's people's opinions. How do you reconcile that? What is feng shui? Is it should be should it be seen as as a, a science? Is it a Chinese science? Help us better understand this from your perspective, having having both a Western and an Eastern background. Uh, sure, and it, it, I think it's a great question. So uh, the way I see feng shui is first uh, translating it into English. So translated, uh, feng is wind and shui is water. So this literally translated to English is just wind and water. And what this really is, is it, it charts energy. It's all about energy. And in, in feng shui, it's called qi. It's just the life energy. And very simply put, if something has qi, it's alive. If something doesn't have qi, it's not alive. And the, the thing we want to have is, you know, people often to have a better concept of it. They think of it, say, like water. It sustains life. We're made of earth. You know, we're made of elements. So the more water we have, because we're made of 70% water, the more it nourishes us. The same thing with chi. We can't see it. We can't smell it, but it's there. And the more we're able to let good chi into our life from a personal perspective, from a property perspective, this gives us the good energy for our careers, our relationships, our health, etc. So it's really knowing how these energy flow into our lives and into our home and office. So an analogy I usually give is it's like meteorology or weather science. So what these uh, meteorologists do is they chart out different weather patterns like for wind, for rainfall, humidity, etc. And they all follow very specific cycles of you know when it, when it's the hottest uh, in terms of records and it, when uh, when it's the wettest and so on. It's very similar in feng shui. For the past 6,000 years now, we've had feng shui masters chart out the chi flows here you know, on Earth and also as affected by astronomical bodies. And there's very meticulous records of when do cycles change, uh, when do years change. And back then, people were using it for, you know, for agricultural use because that was the main economy then. Interestingly, over the years, 
even though the use has changed, the underlying elements have remained the same and the impact on, you know, on the world. It's just in a different context. So the way I usually explain it to people is back then, these elements and these energies might have told someone, do you plant apples or pears? Today, it might be more answering a question, should I work for Apple or Google? But it, it's all the underlying, it's all the same elements and energies that just inter- is interpreted in a different way for today's modern world. So that's kind of in a nutshell what feng shui is. As you mentioned, it's not a religion. There's no uh, gods that are being worshipped, no deities. It's also, some people think it's magic. Uh, we'll leave that to uh, J.K. Rowling and Harry Potter. There's no magic. <laughs> um, there's no fortune telling as well. It's all about reading energies. And therefore, if you read the energies, similar to weatherman, they can give a weather forecast. And that's what we do. We say, okay, based on how your your animal science and your elements are combined, here's uh, an overview of how your energies are going to look for this next year given how these have happened over the millennia. And this is how it's going to affect you. So now the onus is on the person to, number one, understand what it means. And number two, decide what actions they want to take. So overall, that's how I see kind of what feng shui is and how it relates to the modern world and uh, how people can think about it in terms of tracking the movement of chi energy in the world. And I guess it's, uh, well, to my mind lang, it's also a good vetting of whom you listen to when it comes to feng shui. I mean, that, that, that's how I'm thinking of it right now because how do you know that whom you are listening to is a feng shui master who, I don't know, is it correct to say of note, of expertise, of competence? I don't know how to, how do people vet right now if, if they weren't listening to you? How do they know that the person they're listening to is, because sometimes I mean, you don't know what, what, they're, talk, either what they're talking about is something that it's, if it's based on something. Yeah, I think uh, to your point, it's really knowing who the the source material is and knowing where they're coming from, what they're, you know, the analysis they did, what models they're using or, you know, what frameworks and how they were trained. I think fortunately, like for me, and the way I see it is there's, it's very similar to how in the medieval times or the Renaissance, people would train at the foot of a master. So let's say you have an art and then you go to the Medici school and then you would train on the from the foot of Michelangelo or Raphael. It's very similar on the feng shui side. If you have a good feng shui master, and you know, for us, we've been lucky. So uh, back then, uh, we partnered with Paul Lau. You know, my mom's an expert, uh, my sister princess. And then all of us have been trained from the generation before. And that gets passed on um, you know, as, as time goes by. So it's really knowing what's the track record and history of uh, the people who are speaking. And then it's also uh, discerning for oneself that the way they explain it and how they explain it doesn't make sense as it resonate with me. And ultimately, that's what's going to help people decide, is this for me? And if it is, how can uh, it benefit me and my family uh, for the year? I'm just curious, one last question before we move on and talk about uh, you know what's, 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 what's going to be the forecast for this year is that I mean, I look at your background. You're doing an MS in, in Harvard for data science. You worked for big U.S. banks. Uh, I'm sure your Western colleagues uh, weren't too, you know, accepting, I guess, of the idea. They said, you're, you're this, I, I don't know, forgive me if it sounds very blunt. You're this very well-educated guy. Uh, you've got a strong quantitative background. 
but you're doing this one. Did, did, did your colleagues say at first, why do you do this, Patrick? Why, it doesn't make sense. Sure. And I think so. One thing I've seen in the West is there's been a growing acceptance and knowledge of what feng shui is. So, for example, uh, like uh, in certain schools, like big universities in the US, they actually offer uh, feng shui classes. So, and these are people, and these are being taught by Westerners, not from, you know, like traditional Chinese masters. So, there's this growing acceptance already uh, right now of feng shui. And these are feng shui principles are being used in terms of designing. Like, for example, in Southern California, where uh, I'm also based, they're used for designing like multi-million uh, multi dollar mansions in Beverly Hills, in Malibu, even like uh, buildings in downtown LA. So from, per, from people with an architectural perspective, uh, there is a growing appreciation uh, for the lay people, I think what what I found is fortunately for a lot, like a lot of the companies uh, I, I worked for when I was still doing corporate full time, there's really a big push, and this is I think true uh, across different things. There's really a big push toward in, uh, being inclusive and understanding people's differences. Because, for example, if someone you know who had no idea of let's say something from South America uh, were to comment on it. Some the, the person from South America can explain their culture and explain what it is, and then they're able to then get accepted. And it also helps the other people understanding it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. For example, in some of the companies I worked for in LA, Silicon Valley, in uh, Washington, D.C., they were very diverse. And because of this diverse culture, people, I think the benefit there is people become more understanding and more accepting of points of view that they may not know. And at the end, it makes the team stronger because now there's greater dialogue and so on. And I think once people see the quantitative nature of it, where it's not, you know, like guessing or fortune telling when they see these calculations and these very meticulous records of how uh, things have been tracked over the centuries, then they get the, the appreciation of, okay, there really is uh, a data component which is used to then calculate an outcome and the model being used or the framework is this thing called feng shui or metaphysics. So that's how they kind of relate it or they resolve it in their mind. Oh, fantastic. Thanks so much for that, Patrick. It, it allays many people's, I guess, misconceptions or fears about really applying the principles of feng shui in their own life. And having said that, uh, let's go to, uh, like earlier on we discussed, so for those listening here right now, uh, if you're if you're listening, you know the yin and yang shop of slash b a z i. If you want to look for your own birth date, I guess it's over there, Patrick. Right? They can check it out over there and see what's also in store for you based on your on your on your birth date. 
So having said that, um, you, you know mine, I revealed to you my, my own background of, of where I was born and everything else, uh, the date I was born, the time. Let's give people a bit of a, a picture of, let's say, you were able to analyze me based on all these principles. What's in store for me this year? Sure. Uh, so for you, when, when I looked at your chart, uh, the most important is the day. Uh, your day is the day of the horse. So we look at it at, the, at a couple different levels. One is, what's the relationship of the horse to the tiger? And uh, there, so there are 12 zodiac signs. Each animal has what we call like a barcada. And, and it's made of three, of three animals. So fortunately for you, the barcada of the horse is the tiger, which is this year, and also the dog. So whenever you're friends uh, with the sign of the year, that's usually a good sign that it's compatible and so on. So from the horse perspective uh, for you, because it falls on your day, there's a few things to uh, look forward to. One is, you know, since we're talking about energy, uh, one energy that's going to be prevalent for you is it's going to be good in general for career, business, academics, if you're still studying. Uh, so this is a good year to double down, so to speak, if you are uh, working, uh, if you are, if you own your own business, uh, if you're in, in any, you know, in any professional field you are. Uh, the horse is going to be pretty good this year. The other thing the horse has is this star called the leadership star. It's good when, uh, especially for people who have, uh, you know, if you're a boss, uh, an employer, uh, or if let's say you're, you know, in the field of politics, if you're running for office, stuff like that, a horse actually is good because it has a leadership star. So people will listen to you. Uh, you have influence, especially in this day and age where there's a lot of influencers if horse is in your chart, then that's good. And fortunately for you, RJ, because horse is both your day and your month. Mm -hmm. So usually what happens here is if we think about, you know, let's say if we, have, if we have a stock portfolio, sometimes what we do is we diversify. We have some stock A, stock B, stock C. Uh, sometimes when we're born and so on, we have maybe twice, uh, two times stock A, for example. So when it does well, it does really well. And when it goes down, uh, it's also magnified. So for you, because you have both horse in your day and your month, when good things happen, these get magnified for both your personal life, which is your day, and your professional life, which is your month. So a lot of the, the energies of the horse also have to do with your profession. So it's actually great that you have it also in your month pillar. Uh, a couple of things to watch out for. One is uh, there's a legal star. This legal star has to do with legal complications. Sometimes there's details in a contract and people sometimes might gloss over it. So just pay extra attention to details this year just to avoid any possible legal uh, repercussions uh, in case they might come up. The other thing that's also showing up for the horse is there's a star that has to do with uh, more watching out for your mental health, especially in this day and age where... A lot of people are working from home. Sometimes the line between work and you know, work and home life get blurred where you're working at 12 midnight, 1 a.m. I'm sure you can probably, uh, I know you're a workaholic, so you can probably relate to this. Um, very versus, much, very much. <clears throat> in the past, when there was an office, right, we would go to, and oftentimes mentally we switch on and off that if I'm dressed up going to the office, that's work. If I'm going home, that's home. And because of this blurring, sometimes this gets uh, mixed up. And how we also explain it is uh, when we rest, this is the yin energy. When we're active, when we're working, this is the yang energy. So try not to try to delineate as much as possible, even in physical space, your where you work and where you rest. And also time-wise, like set boundaries of 
okay, it's 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. This is family time. And then if you want like an hour in the evening to catch up on emails and stuff like that, you can. But just try to um, take care of yourself from a uh, emotional and mental health well-being. So that's for the horse. And then the other sign that you have is the tiger. So the tiger is your year. So it also influences you uh, a little bit more secondary to your day. Um, the tiger this year, since uh, there's 12 animals, so <clears throat> this only happens once every 12 years. So you can look forward to this. It's a good year to showcase your talents. Since, uh, especially for you, your uh, what what would the kids say these days? A uh, multi hyphen of uh, <laughs> uh, many. You wear many different hats, right? Yeah. Of, uh, entrepreneur slash host slash you know and so on right influencer so all of those um you you carry so i think this is a good year to start thinking how you can also uh combine and creatively think of how do they all interrelate to each other and use all of your platforms to showcase your very unique talents to the world and i think for a lot of people everyone has a unique talent or talents that they only they have so think about uh what your strengths are I know there's many different uh, frameworks you can do this. Like one is the Gallup uh, Strength Finder, and there's many different ways. Or even just thinking about what am I good at, right? Think about all of those things if you don't know that yet. And really think about how can you use this year to showcase this? Because again, it only comes once every 12 years. So make sure you have this platform this year to be able to do that. The other thing that the Tiger has as well is it also has an academic star. So this academic star bodes well if you want to learn something new. And there's a couple of ways you can do this. It's either formal learning. You can do it you know, online, virtually, or you can go to a class. Or you can also do it uh, by what they say, learning by doing. Sometimes it's oftentimes how people learn the best. So just go and do it. And I know we have a lot of business owners uh, listening as well. Oftentimes, uh, they say failure is the best teacher. Yes, Don't be afraid much. to fail, right? And something you, you learn and remember those lessons even more, right? And really, I think the key... One thing I learned from working in Silicon Valley is it doesn't matter uh, if you fail. The question is how many times have you failed because then it increases your chance of success. So I think that's one uh, piece of advice. If you do have tiger in your sign, um, in your chart, be it in your year, uh, in your day, or even your month, if you know, uh, this is something that you do for on the professional side. The tiger, those a couple of things to watch out for. One is it's going to be a year of change. And usually when people hear change, a lot of people, unfortunately, are you know uh, averse to change because it means changing their habits, changing whatever they're doing, right? And this is in, this is in general, Patrick? It's the year of the tiger? It's a year of change? This is, this is uh, only for the tiger. Only for uh, tigers like myself? Yes, yes. Uh, so I think the key thing there is if you know the change is going to happen anyway, might as well plan out like what you want to happen, like what outcomes you're gunning for or what you're planning, if it's an expansion or if it's a um, trying out a new field or even just you know doing something different and then do it. So at least rather than being a victim of the change, you actually are influencing or being an agent of the change to what you want, you know, to a desirable outcome for you. So if you're a business owner, for example, and you've always thought about expanding, say, to a new city, or introducing a new product line, or if you're an influencer and you're thinking of doing like a new uh, you know, podcast or a new platform, YouTube, whatever, you can also think about this as a way that you're going to change from the way you've been doing things and then do it. I think it, you know, if you're able to try it out, see if it's good for you, then great. If not, at least you can say chalk it up to experience, try something else. 
just make sure you manage the risks well, uh, that you don't put all your eggs in one basket and then you find yourself kind of being behind the eight ball because you didn't really maybe analyze the situation too well, pushed all your chips into the middle, and then you found out you overextended yourself. So this is just something to watch out for. The second thing as well for the tiger is kind of watch out for your words. A lot of people, especially now, sometimes just type out their, you know, what they say or when they say certain things. A lot of words or phrases these days have different connotations. So just make sure that the message you want um, matches the words you're using and it can't be misconstrued as something else. There's a um, miscommunication star, what we call, that is for the um, for the tigers. So just make sure that you're able to, when you communicate to your employees, your business partners, your investors, uh, etc., that you're very clear on what you want to uh, on what you want to say, and it's not misconstrued to mean anything else. So, kind of in a nutshell, RJ, that's uh, your chart leveraging your energies for the horse for both your day and your month, and also the tiger for your year. Yeah. So I want to emphasize to people that are listening here right now to the show that that's just how thorough it is when you when you talk to people from the Yin and Yang Shop of Harmony. It's been really truly a, a privilege to work with them. Sometimes, you know, um, uh, like we say, you know, it, it's it's your choice to to follow if you want to, and not follow if you want to. I know before uh, when I used to work together with this late sister princess, she would tell us some things. Uh, sometimes I would follow. Sometimes I would choose my own way. And and you know when uh, you know when you re- when you when you just look back at it, sometimes you go, oh nga, no. I mean you don't you don't realize it, but oh nga, no, ta- tama yan. I mean that, that's what we're seeing. Now, ha- having said that, Patrick, now let's, let's move on and let's get a clearer picture of also moving on to this year. But this year is the the year of the tiger, but it's a specific type of tiger in terms of the element uh, you were saying. And then what do I guess? Startup people, tech startup people, entrepreneurs, business owners have to look forward to this year. I, I'm, I'm sure you've done this talk many times, but help us better understand. I'm sure you've done it for, for bankers and, and for, for big corporations. But para na yung mga tech startup entrepreneurs and, and small business owners who might not have a chance to, to listen to your, uh, to your analysis. So let's start off. What kind of year is it going to be? The year, of the, the year of the what tiger this year? It's the year of the water tiger, right? Correct. Correct. Uh, yeah. So in terms of the energy. So first, if we look at the cycles... Uh, the tiger is, uh, it belongs to, in the Chinese zodiac, the spring. So the past three years were actually the winter animals. So we have the pig, the rat, and the ox. So 2019 to 2021. And if we think about it, like the winter, the season, this is when we hibernate, when we, you know, kind of uh, just stay at home. And if we think of the past two, three years, this is really kind of what happened to the world, right? <laughs> we went through some sort of hibernation. And interestingly enough, if we look 12 years prior uh, this was the time of the, the big subprime meltdown in the U.S. It caused the big global financial That's crisis. right. That's right. About 2008, right? 2008, 2009. Yep. Which was 12 years ago, the last winter season. Oh, my uh, gosh. I, can, I didn't realize it. Yeah, that's exactly exactly that. No? Oh. It, it's crazy how these cycles really play out over time. So fortunately for us, uh, the tiger is the first of the spring animals. So... It's a tiger, rabbit, and dragon, and it begins from 2022 to 2024. So this is seen as the beginning of spring. And if we think about spring, this is when the snow starts to melt, you know, the flowers start to bloom. Uh, so hope is on the horizon. Uh, it won't happen right away. Like snow doesn't melt right away. It takes time. Uh, but the good thing is we're on our way, uh, so to speak, for a newer, fresher energy. And as you mentioned, new normal, this is something that we all have to think about. What is our own new normal? Because it differs for everyone. How are we going to re-emerge from being in a sort of winter state into this new spring that's going to be uh, prevalent throughout the world? 
the same time, there's also a yang energy because the tiger is a yang animal. And usually, uh, yang is associated with aggressive energy, a lot of movement, a lot of activity. So there, we may see a lot of, um, a little bit of volatility as well, not as bad as it was like, a couple of years ago, um, but it's still going to be present. There's still going to be some health stars that we need to be wary about. On the, on the health side, though, because we do see there's a couple stars uh, that are going to still affect the global health situation of folks, what we usually recommend is if we know it's there, like, you know, from a, using the meteorology analogy earlier, if we know it's there, the question is, what do we do about it? And fortunately for us, we know a lot more now than we did you know, a year or two years ago. And we have a lot more tools at our disposal, like you know, tests and vaccines and protocols. So take advantage of that so that even though you know the health energies are there, the question is, how can we best adapt to it and make ourselves safe and healthy, our families safe and healthy? So those are some of the um, prevalent energies. The other one I want to mention for the Philippines in particular, given our situation uh, geographically in the world, there's a good, strong energy for uh, work and academics. So work from the perspective of if you're an employer or an employee, try to take advantage of this because there's going to be a lot of productivity, you know, as the world starts to wake up and economically and, and so on, right, as we're going to rebound even further this year. Uh, try to think about uh, how you can best be more productive, be more efficient so that you'll be able to get the outcomes you want. So kind of ride this wave, ride this wave of productivity that's going to be present. If not, you'll be left behind. So put in the work, put in the hours, and then you'll find that you'll have good results at the end. Uh, there's a couple of other hallmark energies that I see that may be particularly good for entrepreneurs, especially for tech startups. First one is the Yang water element, which you mentioned. The Yang water has to do with intelligence, using your brain, being cerebral. So I think the battleground this year, especially for startups, is not really working harder, but working smarter. You don't have to burn the midnight oil every day. That's not going to be good for you or your family. Try to find ways that you can be creative, leverage your team, brainstorm, and think how can you work smarter? How can you improve your efficiencies, increase your output? That's going to be the key this year. The energy's there, so how can you best leverage that? over your competitor who may be outthinking you. So the person who's going to outthink the other, if you're competing, is, is going to win this year. The second one is, uh, it's a tiger year. Tiger is known to be bold, adventurous. So something the tiger has to, you know, some like for entrepreneurs, uh, try to take calculated risks. So similar to what I mentioned earlier for you, since you're a tiger, this applies for everyone in general. If you have a couple options, for example, that you're thinking about doing, Try to list down all of the risks and rewards. What are all the things that can go wrong? All the things that can't go wrong. And then once you have like a list of different options and all of these kind of considerations, go with the option where you're kind of pushing the envelope a little bit more. You're, you're comfortable with the risks. And at the same time, the rewards will be greater. Uh, don't, tr don't choose the option where you're not comfortable with the risk because you might just might end up stressing yourself out. Choose the one where it's a little bit not as conservative as the safest option or doing nothing, but something that will challenge you that you're still comfortable that if things go wrong, you'll still be okay. So those are my two pieces of advice for, for uh, entrepreneurs this year, people who have their business, tech startups, uh, some, uh, a couple of things to keep in mind. Uh, having said that, um, I know that every year that there are particular industries which are going to be doing good. There are some industries which might not, it might be a great year for them. Can you help us understand that a bit better? 
Sure. So the two elements that are seen to be favorable this year are the ones that belong to the element of water and the ones that belong to the element of metal. So in terms of water, uh, some of the industries that this applies to would be hygiene and cleaning. And it's a, it's a pretty easy use case if we think about it. <laughs> yes, exactly. The second is trading and logistics. If we think about what happened globally last year, the word supply chain has now entered our pop culture. Now everyone knows what the word supply chain is because it delays you know, our everyday life and so on. So actually, this is a year that if you can find opportunity on the trading side, logistics side, that seemed to do well because it belongs to the water element. Uh, supermarkets also belong to the water element. So uh, this will seem, this is seen to do um, you know, above average. The hospitality bis- uh, business is interesting. It also belongs to water. And I think now that travel is easing and we're l- learning to live with the pandemic, you'll see hospitality type of businesses doing better as well this year. And then the last one has to, has to do with beverages. It's, these are also water-related industries. Analytics also has to do with water. So if we think about machine learning, AI, things that have to do with using technology, but specifically on the analytical side, this is seen to do good this year as well. They also belong to water. The other element that's also favorable is metal. So for metal, the the industries that fall under here, one would be the heavy metal industries like, um, not heavy metal bands, <laughs> but you know, like mining, uh, machinery. So those would belong to like the metal industry. Cars, automobiles also uh, belong there. So if we think about the surge now in like electric vehicles and so on, it's driving people to buy new cars and replace their old gas cars. That also belongs to the metal industry. Um, banking and finance is also metal. So that seemed to do above average. Uh, the medical and uh, dental industry. Uh, medical, I think the, uh, the use case. Obviously, sons. Yeah. Uh-huh. Exactly. And then last one is also skincare. Uh, skincare has to do with uh, metal as well and beauty products. Usually metal is the most attractive of all the elements. So anything that helps uh, beautify oneself, um, that also belongs to the uh, metal industry. Uh, and then lastly, uh, hardware. So com- for computers, um, software belongs more to fire. Uh, that will be a little less favorable this year versus uh, hardware. So that's how the um, elements are kind of stacking up. So yeah, in a nutshell, those are some of the um, industries or businesses that are seen to do kind of more above average this year than the others. And, and how about those that might be challenged during this year? And if they're challenged this year, what can they do to uh, mitigate that situation? Yeah, I think there's a couple of things. One is um, from a from a feng shui perspective. Uh, one is internal, and the other one is external. On the internal side, it's really understanding what your energies are. So, for example, you know that it's a good year for for investments, right? Or if it's a year that you may have a lot of quarrels, or it's a year where you may have to kind of watch out more for your health. These are all things you you should pay more attention to, just so that you won't be kind of further behind. From all the negative energies that are present so try to have a mindset shift a mindset change knowing kind of how you're going to what you're going to be receiving from a luck perspective and what you should do in response on the flip side there's also the external side so this has to do more with, with the feng shui um, usually when we say feng shui this has to do with the property luck and um, similar to i remember last year we had a, a session with the, the shedda folks who were very gracious to uh, have me I remember what we talked about then was 
how do you incorporate good feng shui into your home, your office, and especially now into your home office because we're all working from home these days. There's two energies that are going to be good from a wealth perspective. If you look at your home and you get a compass, um, and I know Princess has uh, taught this to you as well. You and yes. <laughs> but there's an app. There's an app you can use. Right yeah, uh, yeah, you can. Um, on, on most smartphones, you can go to your compass. And then you can just find out where is west, where is north. So if you stand in the center, you, maybe your door your door is in the south and your bedroom's in the east. Know where all of these are in your home. Uh, the two sectors that you want to activate, and I'll talk about activation in a bit. The two sectors you want to activate are the northeast and the south. These two areas, these have these energies that are amplifying wealth. And an analogy I heard that I think resonates here is if you think about Wi-Fi, which everyone uh, knows now, think about these energies as like uh, where your routers are. And if you want to get a stronger signal, you want to either stay there if you're watching YouTube or Netflix, right? Because they're either be or doing live streams. You want to stay there or you want to amplify it by getting these repeaters or extenders, right? So again, the Northeast and the South, these are the where the good wealth elements are. So you want to amplify that. And things you can do if you don't, want to stay there or you can't because of the configuration of your home. Uh, from a feng shui perspective, what you can do is put things that are alive or moving. Alive from the perspective of plants. These are the, the easiest ones. So you can put plants there. Just avoid the ones with the um, needles like cactus or pointed leaves. So like fortune plants, jade plants, all of these are good to have in these areas. If you can put like water fountains as well, like aquariums, uh, anything with moving water, this also helps magnify some of the positive energies there. Even clocks, like desk clocks that have moving hands, those signify movement or even having like a speakers there that have music. Anything that will activate it in the east, uh, sorry, in the northeast and the south. These are the particular energies you want to pay attention to this year. Got that, got that. And so I know that we've covered a, a lot of different fields, I, but I know that there's, there's some there's some things also that, you did, that you've come across that you wanted to share. You, you've talked about, I guess, the business perspective. Uh, did you want to talk about the, I guess, on a per sign or, or rather on a per, I guess, on, on a on a personal perspective, how, how it affects each one coming into this year uh, in terms of their, their, their zodiac sign, I guess? Sure. Yeah, yeah. So we can kind of run through. So we uh, covered the uh, the horse and we covered the tiger. So let's kind of run through all the different animals. So first the rat. And, and just in case, Patrick, uh, where, where can they find that? Again, they can go to the Yin and Yang Shop of Harmony uh, slash B-A-Z-I. Can they find that from there, uh, what their sign is? Yes. So they can put in their birthday uh, and time and then they click the, the calculate button and then it should show them what their signs are for their year, their month, their day. And they should have all of that information uh, in the palm of their hand. So, okay. yeah. So, um, or this QR code I have here um, beside me, they can also take a picture and it should take them to the website as well. So first for the rat. Uh, so what, what they should do this year, um, pay a little bit more attention to their health. They have uh, a couple of health stars they have to watch out for, not just for them, but also for their elders. So if you have, you know, your parents or grandparents or even loved ones in your home or even if they're in a different part of the city or the country or the world, pay a, a little bit of attention to them, especially kind of their mental health because they'll need it a little bit more this year. For the rat as well, uh, watch out for your temper. There's this uh, impatience star. You might find yourself getting impatient easily 
or this it or also being a little bit more aggressive so just kind of um uh, the kids say these days take a chill pill and be just a little bit more relaxed and just take things in stride the good thing that the rat has this year is there's a courage star so you have the you, can, you have the courage to uh, do the things you want to do that should help you kind of achieve your goals uh better as well uh for the ox Wait, sorry, for the people who don't know, rat is what year more or less. That is 19... So 1971. That's ah, right, 1971, 1984, 1996, Two thousand nine. Uh, those are all ox years, mm-hmm. and for the oxes here, the key word is relationships. Try to grow and nurture and foster your personal relationships. Uh, this is what's going to give you your energy this year versus some of the other aspects in your life. So, and yeah, you know, take advantage of this downtime, so to speak, where we're spending a lot more time together in quarantine and lockdown to really kind of, if if you have the opportunity, uh, nurture these relationships because when we all go back to our normal lives, whatever the new normal is going to look like, you'll look back and think that you know this was the opportunity to do that. Also, try to grow your professional relationships. This is a good year to the to do that as well. Try to think about on the work side. Uh, who are the people you want to work with that you haven't yet, or who are the people that you are working with that you want to have deeper relationships with? And this is uh, a good year for that too. A uh, couple of things for the ox. One is you may have some feelings of like isolation, so you might feel a little more depressed or lonely. And this is you know, an energy that's present. So just try to keep yourself entertained and centered. Uh, and I hear like a good cure for uh, isolation is creativity. So if you're able to create something or you produce something like be it a hobby or art, music, singing, anything, baking, cooking, anything where you're producing or creating something. They say that's a good uh, solution for isolation. So try to do that. Um, the other thing is there's also a quarrel star. So try to avoid quarrels <laughs> with uh, people in your household. If uh, you know temperatures are rising, try to lower it or be the the calm voice in the room. Uh, be the bigger person just so you avoid straining relationships. Uh, so we talked about the tiger already, and in, just in terms of years for folks, uh, 1926, 1926, 1938, 1950, 1962, 74, 86, 98, 2010. These are all uh, so for the rabbits this year, a couple of things. One is you have a strong benefactor star. And when we say benefactor, these are people who want to help you. Or if you're if you have a business, these are this may be your clientele. So this year in particular, there's a very strong yang energy for the rabbit. And what that means is you'll be getting more of your luck from males or those who uh, those who associate with the male gender. So these are if you have uh, products or you know, services that you want to cater to a certain demographic. Males this year, you may find yourself having more luck than other years. So something to keep in mind, especially for the tech startups and business owners who have, you know, client base. Uh, it's also a good year to grow your network uh, for the rabbit. So kind of similar to the ox, uh, take this time to think about who are the people or types of people you want to uh, know that you want to learn more about. If it's groups or meetups, even virtually, these are all things you can 
do this year. You have a, kind of like a charisma star, so people will be drawn to you. On the flip side, um, the rabbits also have what's called an um, illegal romance star. And what this means is maybe attractive, sometimes a little bit too attractive. So you might, especially if you're married, you might find yourself in a precarious situation. Nako, my wife is my wife is the is a rabbit, di ba? Yeah, so so as long as if you have naman a good moral compass, you know what's right and ah, wrong. Okay. You shouldn't so yes, worry. Good moral about compass. It. I, have no, I have nothing to worry about. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so just uh, avoid them, uh, situ- putting yourself in situations. <laughs> so you know, that's for the rabbit. The other thing for the rabbit is you might feel throughout the year na you might feel disinterested in stuff. Yung in Tagalog yung walang gana. We might feel sometimes na your energy will be a little low. So for the rabbits, just try to ano na lang, when you fe- have these feelings, just stay centered, stay focused, stay resolved, um, especially on the business side, but you won't lose your momentum. Uh, for the dragons, especially for, uh, if you're a business owner. And what, what are the years of the dragon? Again, I'm so sorry. Let's, let's go to the dragon. Sure. So 1928, 1940, 1952, 64, 76, 88, uh, year 2000, and 2012. Those are all mga dragon years. So for the dragon this year, the key word is actually planning. You're going to have a little bit of hurdles because of this year. So especially if you're starting up, time is of the essence. And if you have milestones or certain tasks that aren't done, this could actually spell you know, not very good things for a startup business. Especially for the dragon, you may have uh, a lot of mga, um, hurdles and obstacles this year. So if you're able to plan everything out, come up na lang with mga, um, contingencies. So at least you're able to go to plan B or plan C if plan A doesn't work out. So that's one thing for the dragon to medyo think about this year. The other one is uh, stress levels. You might find yourself a little bit more stressed than other years. So just ano, take me time. Try to, we talked earlier about the boundaries between work and home. Just try mm-hmm. to uh, keep sacred all of your personal time para you won't feel uh, high cortisol or stress levels for the year. There's also a, a miscommunication star similar to the tiger. So similar advice, just um, be clear in what you're trying to say and what you're trying to do so you don't get misconstrued for something else. Uh, for the snake, the snake is 1929, 1941, 53, 65, 77, 89, uh, 2001, 2013. Those are all mga snake years. For the snakes, uh, earlier we talked about the rabbit having male benefactors or people who will be more um, helpful for them. For the snakes, it's actually more females. Naman. Mm. So if you have, let's say, a, a clientele or, you know, uh, and, and if you, or services, products, you'll find, you may find the catering to the female market might actually look better for you this year. So something to think about as the year, ano, as the year progresses. It's actually a good year for investments also for the snake. For the so snake. yeah, there's two signs that are good for on the wealth side. So this is a year to grow your wealth, to accumulate your wealth. Try to uh, just study all the, you know, the your investments well. And then this is a good year to be bold about it also. On the flip side, though, for the snakes, you may attract people that are not good for you. So just be careful na lang when people approach you. If it's uh, just surround your, yourself with people you trust, na lang para you won't avoid, uh, para you'll avoid any complications there. Uh, and then you may have some quarrels at home. <laughs> so... Ano, uh, just and rather than at work, so this is smart home. Naman, it's like a home conflict star. So just ano, be the peacemaker if you can. If you're a snake, uh, for the horse, <laughs> we we talked about it. So it's 1930, 1942, 1954, 
1966, 78, 1990, 2002, 2014. Those are all years of the horse. Uh, so at least we're able to cover na the, the leadership star. The, it's good for career business earlier. The GOAT, uh, 1931, 1943, 55, 67, uh, 79, 91, uh, 2003, 2015. These are all years of the GOAT. So uh, the GOATs this year, if you, if you have uh, a platform to share your influence, especially if you're, let's say, um, a business owner talking to investors, you have an influence target. So try to take advantage of this, especially if you're your own boss and you're an influencer in today's uh, gig economy. Use this if you're a GOAT. People will listen to you. People will be drawn to you. So have a platform, have a message, take advantage of it so that you can really uh, leverage this. If you have, for example, if you're trying to grow your business and you have investors, this is a good year to, to um, go for uh, if you're getting Series A, Series B funding, etc. Um, this may be a good year for that uh, to exert your influence star. The thing that the ghosts have to watch out for long is there's a drain star. Drain, drain meaning like drain. Uh, so it's like you might find uh, when money comes in, money might go out. Then. So <laughs> try to watch your expenses. Just try to not spend more than you make. But uh, you won't find it by the end of the year. You're net positive, not net negative. Um, and then for the goat, uh, physical health naman is something that's key for them. So just stay healthy, watch your immunity, and just have a, a healthy diet, exercise, keep yourself healthy, especially sleep and stress levels. Those are important also for the goat. Uh, for the monkey, every animal kasi has their clash animal or conflict animal. So for the tiger, it's unfortunately the monkey. So if you're if you have a monkey on your chart, it's what we call yung chong or conflict or clash. Uh, again, it only happens once every twelve years, um, and unfortunately, this is your year and it's clashing. With and you. the monkey's what year again? The monkey uh, is what year? Uh, what years? The monkey's uh, 2016. So these are all mga monkey years. And, and when I think about it, and you told me I have a conflict with the monkey, that's the year that my dad was born, and that's the year that my youngest son was born. <laughs> <laughs> so actually for that, ano, usually when it happens, especially within families, you can use it to your advantage. This is often, or let's say even in a business, like a business team, sometimes the worst thing to have if you're, let's say, a business owner or a, ano, is to have all yes men. Even when people just agree, and sometimes even though, ano, sometimes it's actually good to have healthy dialogue. Eh? So when you do mix two personalities that are, you know, even though they're clashing, if you're able to harness it in the right way, you might be able to actually get, you know, better dialogue, better understanding of each other, uh, because you're able to use the inherent clash that is present, but for a positive benefit. So, ayun, so if you do, for example, sometimes because what people do, especially like with our website, they're able to put in the uh, pro, uh, the birthdays of their leadership team of their investors and then they can sometimes they ask us how do how does it look versus me and my i know my coo ceo cfo etc so you're able to just see how those look so ayan, and then use it to your advantage rather than let it uh, uh bog you down so ayun. uh so for the month this year because it's your chong year our clash year try to do certain things that will help improve your chi one thing that you can do is um, do mga positive chi activities. One of it is uh, giving to charities or donating or even donating your time or your, your talents, mentoring people. Anything that has to do with being selfless, that will be good for the monkey this year. Because 
it's a, it's like a bank account. Parang if you have more debits, you know, or positive deposits, at least when the when it's time for the credits to happen, you already have a balance that will help uh, medyo even you out. If it's all just credits, then you'll really be you know, in the red. So at least for you, this is some positive things you can do for your chi balance, so to speak. Uh, the other thing is if you can avoid going to hospitals, which is, I guess, recommended on these days. If you don't need to, don't go to the hospital or any mga negative chi events, stuff like that, uh, try to do that as well this year. For the monkey, they have a travel star. So what it means is if there's opportunities to travel, either physically or even virtually, meaning you're able to expand your network or your um, presence. It's easier na now with Zoom or StreamYard because you, you have the platforms to do it. Uh, take advantage of it because at least you have that good travel star this year for that. You'll also get the support you need naman. So even at your class year, people will be willing to help you. So if you find yourself in a position that you need help, don't hesitate to ask. There's a saying that um, asking for help is not a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of strength. Because you acknowledge that it's a limitation and you accept it and you seek people out uh, for their expertise that you need that you may not have. And actually... More often than not, like for the monkey, especially this year, people will be willing to help you. So try to do that if you're the monkey. Uh, so yeah, so those are some things to to do for for that sign. Uh, next is the rooster. Rooster is 1933, 1945, 57, 69, 81, 93, 2005, 2017. These are all mga rooster years. So for the rooster this year, it's actually one of the best signs from a uh, professional side. Side and also, um, especially for people, uh, let's say in public office, there's a good leadership star, uh, or if you own your own business or you're a boss, uh, there's a good leadership star. It's like a commander star that will help you this year if you're the rooster. So take advantage of this, exert your influence, exert your authority, exert your power, and grow it if you can. Uh, sometimes because authority begets authority, so the more you're able to show that you're someone people should listen to because you have, you know, you have their trust, you have their ear, that'll only grow. And for the rooster sister, take advantage of that. On the flip side, there's a star, um, it may cause sudden changes. So be prepared to pivot quickly. I think in this environment, especially the super tech startups, we don't know what's going to happen in the tech landscape six six months from now. Exactly. Let, let alone, <laughs> right? So NFTs, right? Who, who would have thunk, right? Like uh, last year, no one knew what NFTs are. Now everyone's into it. So yeah, and so these are things that if you have to pivot quickly, do it. Don't get stuck or married to a business plan if you know that it's not going to be successful anyway. Uh, always learn so that you can adapt now when new trends come in. You're able to pick up on it uh, quicker than your competitors. And then also the, the rooster has a frustration story. So you might find yourself getting in this quickly <laughs> this year. So just try to avoid it so you won't get too bogged down by it. So that's for the rooster. So the last two signs, the dog and the pig. The dog is 1934. 1946, 1958, 1972, 1994, 2006, 2018. So those are my dog years. The dog is a good creativity star this year. So creativity from the perspective of if you're in the you can take advantage of this because you're able to come up with new things, innovative things that may not have been present uh, prior. 
So take advantage of it from the perspective of you're able to uh, use this creativity start to come up with something new that hasn't been present uh, prior. The other thing for the dog as well is if you can learn something new. You can't teach all dogs you tricks, huh? but uh, apparently you can. That, that That's a good one. <laughs> I might use that as well. <laughs> that's a good one so yeah old dogs can learn new tricks and this is a good year to do that um i remember um just from personal experience when the uh i remember consulting princess uh two three years ago i say i was thinking of studying i was still doing corporate full-time but i was thinking of studying and she said oh you have a good academic star in these years so if you want to study do it in these years so i took that advice which is why i ended up um enrolling <laughs> in this other master's class um, so ayun, at least if you have this star, because you'll absorb knowledge quicker. Uh, sometimes we'll feel na at a certain point, nothing's coming in, no matter how much we study, diba? Yes, yes, I know what you mean. Yeah, at least for the dog this year, they'll find themselves interested, motivated to learn things. It'll um, be, They'll absorb it quicker. So take advantage of that, especially if you're a, um, a, a, an entrepreneur. If you want to take formal classes online or just learn, you know, uh, informally, get a mentor who can teach you, try to do that para you'll expand your, your mental horizon. For the pig naman, uh, that's other, this is the other sign apart from the snake with some good wealth stars. There's actually two. Eh. And what's the years again for the pig as we, as we round this out? Uh, the pig is 1935, 1947, 1959, 1971, 1983, 1995, uh, 2007, and 2019. So these are all mga pig years. This is my mom. My mom's a pig. Yeah. yeah none. She, so she has two good money stars this year. Oh, so. <laughs> So, ano, what's this? For your for your kids, they can ask ano, Lola for some, some good gifts this year. So yun, so I think from the from the pig's perspective, there's also it's also uh, good for breakthroughs. So you might find yourself getting stuff this year that you were only thinking about prior or that you've always wanted to do. So put in the effort. If there's a project you've always wanted to do, do it this year. Don't put it on the shelf. Na. Uh, take it from the shelf and then do that project. Or if you wanted to travel to a certain place, do it not in this year. At least it'll be a good breakthrough for you. Uh, the thing lang to major watch out for is there's this robbery star. And robbery doesn't mean being held up. Naman. It means that there may be some unexpected loss. So just uh, be wary na lang and be careful. of uh, like There's a wealth stars, but it's sometimes easy come, easy go. So when you get the money, don't just spend it all in one place. Uh, spend it wisely. But you won't find yourself not taking advantage or wasting the good prosperity energy. And then lastly, there's this envy start in. So people might be getting jealous of you, either because of the money or for another reason. So just ano lang, if there's small rumors, gossip, pettiness, just don't pay attention to it. But at least you won't get uh, bogged down by these mga petty matters in your life. So overall, those were the 12 signs in terms of the rat all the way to the pig. So hopefully, if this is a podcast, if you don't know your sign yet, Try to find it and then go to that section if you're, let's say, a rat or a dragon or a rabbit. And then um, hopefully, as RJ mentioned at uh, the start of the call, uh, you're able to use this as guidance. Again, these are energies that are present. So hopefully, you'll know that this is what's coming. The more important thing, which RJ also stressed earlier, is what you do about it, the effort you put in. Uh, I remember like for, for us at the, at the shop, uh, um, we always say that luck is really both energy and effort when you combine energy and effort this is the best combination it's kind of like if you're uh, paddling uh, a canoe down a river if you have good current and you're paddling as quickly as you can then you can get the best outcome so put in those two things know what the energies are put in the best effort then you'll have the best outcome 
Okay. Energy and effort, very important. And, and having said that, Patrick, you know, it's been such an interesting session we've had, and I wish we could make it a bit longer. But before we, we start, before we start to close it out long, now, I have a very special guest who wants to join me here as well. My first, it's your second time on the show, but it's one first guest ever on the show. I'd like to bring over here the big boss, of, of Vanessa Nadesma over here, my wife. It's her first time here on my show. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to transfer right now. Clark, I hope this is okay. If you can still hear me over here, I've transferred out and taken out my earphones so uh, we can both be heard. But I just want to show people as we start to close things out that sometimes it's good to do this, whether it's with your 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 partner uh, in life and partner in business. And it just happens to be that both Vanessa and I are partners in life and in business. And sometimes to see that do our quote unquote, do our stars match if we were to, to do business this year and it match also from a personal life. And we know I've told you uh, Vanessa's information earlier on. So she dressed up just for this one. Tell us a bit more of what, what's What's the start for Vanessa this year? And will we will, will we do this one or will we be doing this one this coming year? I know, right? Uh, so hi, Vanessa. Good to see hi, you again. Good evening. <laughs> nice to see you, Patrick, as always. <laughs> yeah, we miss each other. And I can see usually for Chinese New Year, we see each other in person. So hopefully by next year. Next year. Next year. Yeah. In you as a I hope to be the host for that one. Of course, of course. You guys are always welcome. And thanks for always volunteering. We appreciate it. So, yun, so I think in terms of energy, you brought up a great point, RJ. Na. Uh, we have our own energies, about our own animal signs and elements. Sometimes when we have our families or either life partners or business partners, a lot of times what we have uh, people ask us is, are we, you know, what, what does our energy profile look like if it's put together? So from a couple's perspective, a good thing is sometimes it just happens by happenstance or, you know, or we can call it fate. Na people don't know what their energies are. Life happens. And then later when they consult us, they find that, oh, and this explains why <laughs> we're so compatible. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh. So just as an example, um, RJ's uh, day sign is horse. The horse has a group of friends. Um, there are three of them in the zodiac. It's the horse, the tiger, and the dog. And coincidentally, or not coincidentally, uh, Vanessa's day sign is the dog. So from a personal perspective, you guys, um, well, you know, in terms of being a good life partner, family, etc., your energies match, which is good. On the flip side, if we look naman at your career pillar, because sometimes people ask, can we work well together? Because sometimes couples, um, and we all know couples who, uh, you know, um, they're good um, from a family perspective, but they can't work well together. <laughs> Fortunately for you guys, uh, RJ's career pillar is horse, and Vanessa's career pillar is also horse. So it's the same, <laughs> meaning that good, because then you can work well together. You have the same passions, you have the same drive, you have the same kind of goals. It's not clashing where it's going to be more an uphill battle. So you're already able to leverage from a good starting point. And I think, as you mentioned, the way you guys are working together pretty closely also with different types of projects. So I recommend it. Uh, continue doing it. And especially since for Vanessa, your career pillar similar to RJ's horse, it's pretty good from, from a career perspective. It's probably one of the better locations for the horse to be in your month. So I'm glad na, ano, you're able to both be extra good this year and you know as long as you guys put in the effort and uh hard work as you guys always do you'll see great success and the year will be yours so, so, so meaning i will flourish more my sign will flourish more if i'm partners with a person like rj sign yes ah. yes so, so if i go yeah, on my so, own parang it won't be as successful something like that yeah 
Yeah, I would say parang I think for uh, for for a lot of us like sometimes uh, there are certain endeavors that we can do on our own but usually with business or with certain projects it's best when we do it with other people when we collaborate. So if you are able to find for example people with similar and compatible energies that will be the best thing eh? so you're able to leverage each other. Okay, so so my projects with RJ would flourish more than if I were to go on my own unless I'm able to find partners that have similar signs as RJ. Yeah, or yeah, or if, if your energies are compatible. So for example, like sometimes we have clients give us like a list of potential business partners or investors and we're able to measure look to see what's the how how do the energies match with each other and then we can give strategies eh, in terms of how can you because sometimes there are, if it's clashing, how can you make it more productive? Or if the one element controls the other, how can you make sure na ano, it's more compatible and you know how to work with the other person? So fortunately for you guys, if I look at ano, uh, if I look at your uh, your chart from a work perspective, uh, RJ is metal and then your water. In the the way the elements work out, uh, metal supports water. So I think you may have found, Vanessa, over the years that RJ has been supporting you from a career perspective. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not fire pala. I'm not fire. I'm water. Fire is your day. And then water is your month. So when we look at the working relationships, that's how we majorly reconcile them together. Uh-huh. Okay. So, so it's the month that kind of weighs higher than the day in terms on of... On the professional side. Yeah. the professional. Of, yes. But with everything else in life, like with family life, it's really the day. It's the day which we are the same. We're both four. Oh, no. Sorry. Horse. Uh, no, I'm the you're, dog. You're dog. And dog. you're the horse. And, then, and we're friends. Are so we're friends. friends. Yeah. We're friends. <laughs> 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 yeah. And just the people who have been watching us here right now on the podcast, that's really one of the nice things about... Um, Again, if you want to get in touch with Yin and Yang, shopofharmony.com, please do so. Patrick and, and his mom, Peter Baby, have been such good friends over the years. Uh, they've, you know, they've, they've really been a very helpful for us, both in business and in life. And um, again, uh, tell us a bit, it's February 1 is, uh, is Chinese New Year. Patrick, how should we, as we start to close out the session, how should we all prepare for a Chinese New Year? Sure. So Jan 31 is the New Year's Eve. And then Feb 1 is the, uh, the big day when we move over to the Year of the Water Tiger. So a couple of things to uh, to do. And um, I know usually when we have our grand celebration in New World, we prepare a lot of this stuff and we're all able to do it together. So, uh, since we can't, since we're doing it more from our homes, here, here's some things you can do. Uh, the New Year's Eve is the major important one the night before. Uh, but even before that, what you can start doing even now is uh, what we call a cleansing and decluttering. So in your house, if you're able to um, clean up, if there are things that are older and that you may not need, um, try to you know uh, move on from them, you know, donate or or throw them away. Just so at least you're welcoming the new year with a clean, organized um, home and office. So that's one thing. And also another thing on the on the personal side, naman, uh, if you can, if you have any grudges or people that maybe you've uh, had some uh, conflicts in the past year, try to uh, resolve it and make peace and amends before the new year begins. So that's a couple of things you can do leading up to Feb one. On Jen, um, another thing, if you can also get a haircut, so that usually signifies that you're shedding the old uh, and then uh, welcoming in the new. So in your house on Jen 31, uh, one is if you can get uh, flowers. Flowers because it signifies spring and then really 
New Year is the beginning of spring. It's spring festival in China. So if you have flowers around the house, it gives good chi, good energy. So that's one. Another is if you have like a rice, ano, like a rice bowl or something, or uh, a rice basket where you put, ano, uh, put an ang pao, the red envelope, and put 168 pesos inside. And then just uh, it lang, or put it inside like a, ano, like a plastic bag and then just put it there by your rice. So this signifies, because 168 in Chinese means ano, um, when it's, it's, it's a homonym for welcoming in luck and good fortune. So that's why 168 has such a big connotation for the Chinese. So 168 pesos, different denominations, put it in a red envelope and put it with your rice. Uh, and then another thing you can do as well um, is fruits. So I know in the Filipino or Western, you put mga round fruits, di ba? Uh, and usually it's 12. For the Chinese, uh, five fruits lang. So you don't have to go too overboard. The fruits we recommend are uh, pomelo, oranges, uh, pineapples, apple, and dragon fruit. So those are the five um, fruits we recommend. What's the last one? Pineapple, apple, and? Uh, dragon fruit. Yeah. So, and then if you, if some of these are really hard to find, uh, try to find mga any round fruit uh, that, that will be a good substitute. Uh, try to go for an even number, two, four, six, whatever makes sense, and then put it in like a um, basket in the middle of your table, uh, either dining table or main table, um, and then just put it there. You can also uh, sama it with some peanuts. Peanuts because it means fertility, so you can just like scatter peanuts if you want. Fertility, Candies. no, it's So I guess you guys have a peanut allergy. <laughs> so, <laughs> So yeah, so um, you can also put candies or cakes, anything sweet, because usually that signifies um good fortune as well and uh, stickiness. And then if you want a uh, tikoy, you can also have tikoy. Tikoy. So yeah, those are some good things you can do um on the night uh before Chinese New Year. And then on the day itself, ano, when it's already like New Year itself, greet everyone. And then if you have uh, ang pao. That you can give, especially say for for parents, for grandparents, you can give the kids. Um, any denomination will do uh, as long as it's uh, whatever's reasonable. Uh, giving ang pao to kids uh, usually helps both the giver and the receiver. Okay. So that's another. Pwede mo gcash na lang. Kailangan talaga physical. Dapat naka ang pao. Dapat naka ang pao para Actually, if there are enterprising uh, folks listening to, ano, one option might be e ang pao, di ba? Na, it will be virtually an anang pao that you're giving that might be a good option so to our entrepreneur friends who are listening <laughs> or uh, ang, an NFT na ang pao di ba? Oh. <laughs> oh, that will grow in value that will grow in value so. that's, that's, what, that's another thing we can think about Patrick exactly so yeah, so those are some uh, things you can do for the new year, and then again, hopefully by next year at the new world, we can all be together in person. Uh, when we'll have, the worst will be behind us, and we can all celebrate uh, together. So hopefully, we will look forward to that. <laughs> and, and again, guys, thank you so much for listening to this Arjuna Desma podcast. Uh, just remind everybody again, if you want to check out more about the Union Yang Shop of Harmony, uh, the email address, the, rather the website appears over here, www.yininyangshopofharmony.com. And if you want to find out your specific year, you go uh, slash B-A-Z-I. Find specifically uh, what is your sign. And at the same time, uh, thanks so much, Patrick, for joining us over here. Don't leave just yet. Let's talk offline after this is done. 
This coming Tuesday actually is going to be uh, Chinese New Year and on that day we're going to be having DPI Secretary Ramon Lopez joining us here on the RJ Ledesma podcast. So again, thanks so much to everybody for listening. Have a great weekend ahead. Again, my name is RJ Ledesma. See you in the next podcast. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.